Welcome to the Modern Woodworkers Association, a podcast about woodworking from folk who woodwork. Woodworking is what we do, who we are, and what we like to talk about. So join us as we have a drink, sit around, and talk woodworking. Hi, and welcome to the 187th episode of the Modern Woodworkers Association podcast. I'm Kyle Barton, and I'm here by myself. Uh, both uh, Diami and Sean had uh, some other engagements, so instead of leaving you all high and dry this weekend, I figured I'd do uh, one of my um, throwback-to-the-past-I-guess solo uh, podcasts. So with that said, let me tell you a little bit about what's going on with me. Well, for some of you that might follow me on Instagram at uh, barton.kyle, I did uh, finally finish the uh, Williams uh, Welsh stick chair, and I posted uh, pictures on that. That's from the uh, class I took with uh, Chris Williams at uh, Lost Art Press, and it came out really well. It's a very, very handsome chair, and sits well, too, so I'm really happy about that. Um, right now, I'm working on a couple of things. Um, first of all, I just, um, well, I don't want to say just finished, but um, a few weeks ago, I did finally uh, finish uh uh, watching Peter Galbraith's um, video on spindle turning, and that's published by Lost Art Press. And it is a fantastic video. He goes into all types of exercises to learn how to turn better, goes through the tools you need, how to sharpen the tools, and uh, then goes through all these uh, different practice exercises. It really shows you in depth um, you know, what you need to do typical mistakes you're going to make and how to recover from those mistakes and how to recognize when you're getting into trouble as well as, you know, just completely thorough presentation of turning. The, the video itself is about four hours long. And uh, I know Peter mainly makes, you know, Windsor chairs. So a lot of this is based on turning for chair legs. And, but you can apply this to anything. So if you're thinking about getting into turning or you just got into turning and you're wanting to turn spindles for furniture parts or chairs or whatnot, highly, highly recommend uh, getting that video. And you can purchase that at Lost Art Press. So I've, um, so I've done that. So I'm starting uh, his practice exercises and um, I'm starting those this week. I basically uh, bought a uh, 16-foot board of uh, some fairly straight-grain poplar I found, and I've cut uh, a part of that into um, some turning blanks. The, the other reason for buying the poplar is my, the other thing I'm working on, which is a uh, prototype bar stool. So I've already uh, glued up a seat blank for that and been looking at a thousand different uh, interpretations of bar stools on the internet from both, you know, Windsor to, uh, some of the more modern takes, uh, been just pouring through, uh, some reference books I have. And uh, I think I finally have a design in mind and, uh, I'm going to go ahead and, uh, try to knock out a lot of that, uh, this upcoming weekend to, uh, uh, to basically see what I got. And, you know, uh, knowing myself, uh, once I get into it, the design may change. Right now, I'm leaning more towards a three-legged bar stool, but I could easily see myself, uh, uh, you know, doing this uh, prototype and saying, "Nah, I really want a four-legged bar stool." 
So I'm doing that prototype. I do have a um, quasi-commission for these, but luckily, I think I mentioned this before, it's with a uh, friend of mine who realizes this will be a long process. <laughs> so um, I'm right now in the mock-up stages. So that's basically what's going on in my shop. But uh, since I haven't done one of these news broadcasts, uh, or podcasts, should I say, in a while, I'd like to uh, talk about some of the things I've been seeing on the Internet uh, that uh, really piqued my interest. First up is a uh, something from Rockler. It's a uh, ceiling track system. So it's basically a track that you can put all kinds of accessories in to uh, hold uh, hoses, cords, and things of that nature to get those things off the ground and up into the air where they might be a little bit more useful for you. Especially, you know, if you're like sanding with a random orbit sander and you got the hose coming in and the electrical cord. And uh, this system will help get that stuff off the floor and up higher, which makes it a lot easier. Um, it's a pretty interesting system. Um, and, uh, of course, like Rockler, they have a starter kit. looks like it's about $70. And then they have some, of course, add-on accessories. But if you're looking to, um, you know, get stuff off the floor and onto the ceiling, it might be something uh, you may be interested in. You can find more about that at rockler.com. Jet is introducing a new uh, router table. Um, it looks very interesting. Um, you can get it in two versions. One version has a cast iron top. The other version has a uh, MDF melamine coated top. Comes with a number of accessories, including a uh, router lift, uh, fence system, feather boards, flip top uh, stops, and all kinds of things. And it's on a rolling stand. Um, the And it's quite sturdy, too. I think... Um, it states here that the uh, tops are 32 inches by 24 inches, and uh, it's compatible with most three-horsepower routers. It sells for about $1,400 for the cast iron table and about $1,100 with the MDF top. What I thought interesting is it comes with you know just about everything except the router, and coming with the lift makes it so, kind of interesting. And uh, if you're interested in that, uh, go to uh, jettools.com. This may be some old news, but I thought it worth mentioning that uh, uh, for those of y'all ha that haven't heard, is uh, Bridge City Toolworks has a new ownership. It's been acquired by uh, Harvey Industries. Um, Harvey Industries is fairly well known. It's a company uh, machinery manufacturer actually based in China, but they make some pretty high-end uh, equipment. Uh, I think in the U.S. market, they currently have a lathe and uh, this uh, radical new uh, dust collection system. And uh, both of those look top-notch and have received uh, real great reviews. And in fact, um, Harvey has been manufacturing uh, more than two dozen uh, tools for Bridge City over the past few years for international distribution. So um, that includes everything from tri-squares to uh, the Chopstick Master, um, which they're most known for. And so uh, I thought that of interest, and uh, we'll see what happens with that. And I guess what's been making the news um, for most of the past few days and week, um, which is really sad news, is the passing of uh, Jenny Alexander. And um, she was a revolutionary a uh, person in the woodworking community. Um, her book, Make a Chair from a Tree, it just influenced thousands uh, upon thousands of people and really spurred on the uh, green woodworking uh, tradition that we have today. And 
there have been a lot of great posts by uh, people that that knew her well and were um, inspired, taught by her, and uh, a lot of you know, a lot of people she changed their lives, and it's a, it's really a sad day, but she has left a, a great legacy, and I would be. Um, I don't want to put anybody out by not mentioning their names, but if y'all been through the woodworking community over the past week, there have been uh, literally um, uh, tens to hundreds of posts about the uh, passing of uh, Jenny Alexander and uh, what effect she's had on on uh, folks in our community. So um, I just wanted to give a shout out there, but um, it is a sad, sad day for our community, but um I think Jenny Alexander uh, led a very interesting and long life and uh, has left an enduring legacy for uh, for us and uh, inspiration to uh, new woodworkers. If you haven't read Make a Chair from a Tree, highly, highly recommended. I want to go over a couple of posts I found interesting. The first one um, is from Lost Art Press at lostartpress.com, and it's called The Other Rubo Bookstand. This is a book stand that uh, Brendan Gaffney uh, made, and it's from the uh, uh, Rubo uh, text on furniture, the deluxe edition. And it's a larger um, it's a larger book stand, and it's a little bit different than the one that's been popularized by uh, Roy Underhill. Um, but it's an interesting post. Comes with a little video that uh, gives you a little tour of the book stand. It's something that I'm probably going to make because it looks very interesting. There's some outstanding uh, chisel work involved in it. It looks like a fun little project. And in fact, uh, Lost Art Press is going to be uh, posting some uh, more information about how to build this. So if you want to build one for yourself, and you can basically uh, they've scaled this book stand for you know that. Uh, very large uh, edition that they uh, publish on uh, Rubo, but uh, you can scale it for any size book, and it uh, it looks really interesting. And like I said, a real fun build. So uh, look for more on that on the uh, blog at lostartpress.com. The next post I want to highlight is from Popular Woodworking, and it's called a much better shape for a card scraper. It's by Christopher Swartz. And uh, when I was taking the um, class there with uh, Christopher Williams on building a Welsh stick chair, Christopher Williams, of course, brought some of his trusted tools, and one of those was the card scraper. And uh, he has ground it to a very uh, interesting shape, especially made for, you know, smoothing out um, saddled seats uh, for the um, Welsh stick chair. And uh, I did basically what Chris has done is I borrowed a... Um, Christopher Williams uh, scraper and traced it out and made my own when I got home and it does work fantastically well and in this blog post um, uh, Christopher Swartz has actually uh, posted a um, tracing that he did of uh, Christopher Williams uh, scraper shape so that you can print that out and uh, make your own so if you do any type of uh, curved work saddle seats things of that nature I would highly recommend uh looking at this post and uh, making your own. Again, you can find that at popularwoodworking.com. And the title again is a much better shape for a card scraper. And now for my fortnightly beer choice. So um, I wanted to highlight a beer called the Full Tang IPA. And that is from uh, Revolver Brewing. And it's a tangerine-based IPA. 
and it's um, actually brewed in Granbury, Texas. So I'm not sure how well the distribution is on that, but at least it's in the state of Texas. So um, that's quite that's quite a ways away from me. So hopefully the distribution goes uh, outside the state. But it's outstanding um, summer beer. Um, basically, it's a tangerine based IPA. I happen to uh, to like IPAs, and this one is. It's not too strong. Um, it's 7.2%, um, which is a little on the high side. Um, the only thing that does make it a little deadly is it does go down very well, very smooth. And, but uh, highly recommended if you can get it. Again, that's the Full Tang IPA by Revolver Brewing. Well, that just about wraps it up for this uh, solo edition of the show. So if you haven't already, please subscribe to the show on iTunes or Google Play Music. Just search for the Modern Woodworkers Association, then you'll be sure to never miss any of our exciting episodes. And while you're there, please leave us a review. And again, thanks for listening to the Modern Woodworkers Association podcast. And if you like the show, please be sure to visit modernwoodworkersassociation.com. You can follow MWA on Twitter at MWA underscore national and on Instagram at MWA underscore podcast or like MWA on Facebook. The best thing you can do, though, is tell a friend. Word of mouth goes a long way in sharing our discussions. Thank you again.